This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's going on, Book Live, YouTube, boys and girls of the podcast platforms? Welcome back. Kind of doing a little cross streaming tonight. We're live on the New Canoe Facebook and YouTube, as well as the Paddle and Fin podcast Facebook YouTube page. Uh, so we're doing a little cross promotion. So for those of you that normally tune in to the New Canoe Podcast. This is my main man, Jay Randall, uh, co-host of the Paddle and Fin segment we do. Jay, welcome. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay's here for comedic relief, as you guys yeah. will soon see. Uh, those of you folks over on Paddle and Fin, uh, welcome back. As always, 
Uh, got an exciting show for you guys. I know you guys have seen it scheduled a couple times. Uh, that was partially my fault. And then uh, my man Romel got uh, hung up at the office uh, the other night. So uh, we rescheduled for tonight. We made it happen. A lot of buzz around the new Newport Vessels NK300. Um, so we're going to be chatting that tonight. Uh, get the scoop on it. Uh, you know, Newport's got some cool battery options now as well. Um, so I know there's a lot of folks interested in all this good stuff. Um, so without further ado, let's get the wizard in here. The man famous from Greg Blanchard's YouTube videos (laughs) and just being an overall badass on the water. Mr. Romel, how you doing? Evening. What's going (laughs) on, gentlemen? (laughs) <laughs> good good to see you brother good to see you I'm brother nice, nice seeing you it's been a couple days in the works but i uh, made it happen yeah dude yeah it trust me last week was definitely my fault and then you know life work that stuff gets in the way sometimes you know and you got to reschedule things so totally totally happens but uh we made it happen which is good so um I know we already got questions pouring in, or we got one question that uh, already came in. And guys, gals watching, um, you know, feel free to drop your comments in the chat. And uh, as we go through, we'll get them uh, all answered for you. Um, Romel, why don't you give us a little background on Newport real quick, just to catch everybody up, and then we'll actually jump into the motor. Yeah, um, so Newport Vessels, um actually been around for quite some time um we actually um sell quite a bit of um your regular 12 volt standard old trolling motor that's where we you know kind of sank our teeth into the marine industry uh so you know kind of expanding on you know that line we kind of grew into um the brushless um craze or wave as we're as we're riding it right now and uh you know started out coming out with the nk180 um you know what can i what can we say about the nk180 it's been the last two years um especially this past year the nk180 is just absolutely taken off you know it's just um you know seeing them more out there i think a lot of people were kind of skeptical at first um about the motor and you know, like I said, all you got to do is give it a try and see what happens. And, uh, you know, they, they think it gradually kind of started to spread and like, um, the performance spoke for itself. Um, company is, uh, basically our shipping warehouse. We're, we're a California company. Uh, our warehouses our shipping warehouse is in Stockton. That's where I'm at now. Uh, central, central California. Um, we do stock all our motors here and they all ship out from here. Um, and then, so, uh, one thing that, uh, you know, we all, Newport's always prided in itself is uh, customer service. Our customer service team is all U.S.-based. Um, we have a couple, uh, most of the guys here on the West Coast. But uh, it's kind of what Newport has always been known for is great customer service. I mean, you can't you can't really <laughs> have a top tier. You can have a top tier product, but if you don't have a, a team or, you know, staff or a company to support it, it um, doesn't really work too well so um you know i came on oh man it's almost been about two years i've been with uh newport uh, yeah. basically ever since nk180 um came came to play and uh it's been a it's been a journey it's been a fun ride so far and you know just kind of 
taking what we've learned with NK180 and listening to our users and, um, you know, just people that have beat it to death, uh, the NK180, we um, decided, you know, time to progress and we released the NK300. It re actually released the NT300, which is yeah, uh, the transit version first. Um, but essentially, they're they're brothers and sisters. They're 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 the same. They're cut from the same cloth, um, same lower unit, um, and everything is just you know different mounting configuration. Um, so we took everything that we've learned, you know, from the NK180, all the things that you know, well, what we could change, uh, obviously within means, um, but um, control surfaces, controller, um, you know, just connections at the at the controller like having a separate connection at the top of the motor to separate them um but uh you know it uh definitely we've got a lot of good buzz uh from it so far i know a lot of people haven't seen it on the water yet um we uh we're out uh i think that was in july or something like that when we did some media shoots uh we were out there testing uh the nk 300 along with the nt 300 um out in texas and in florida so um and then since then since i cast since then i've been kind of just testing it and putting it through its paces and um really just running it through the grinder on the delta and um <laughs> i can honestly say it uh it uh it scoots pretty good i mean it it definitely um meets expectations that's that's for sure um, sure so yeah. yeah, no, I know you uh you had kind of told me about uh the NK three hundred at iCast and mm -hmm. uh I was like, Well well when when can I expect this? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're like yeah. it'll be this year. It'll be this yeah. year. And sure. and uh it's cool too, man, because you guys uh you guys announce things and, and you're ready to launch it when you do announce it instead of like this tease mm -hmm. and then a really long wait. But yeah, you know, it, and two, I think um, you know, just from you know, chatting with you and um I forget the one guy that was at uh iCast, not this year, the year before from Newport. You mm -hmm. know, you, you guys really uh, product test your stuff, you know, you, yeah. you make sure everything's dialed in before you go ahead and launch it and everything's, uh, you know, good, good to go, so to speak. Um, so that way you guys aren't running into problems or, you know, making people mad or whatever, you know, you know how that game goes. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. no, it, it it's cool to see that back backbone so to speak that you guys kind of stick to and adhere to you know as far as like product testing and things like that man which is super super cool right and you know the thing is is uh with me being on board here um you know it's one you know obviously there's when it comes to like product knowledge there's different technical levels and um different levels of knowledge as far as like you know, some people um, are more in tune with the tech side. Some people are more in tune with actual practical usage um, and whatnot. And I kind of have a mix of both. So it's, it's kind of nice. Um, there's other people in the industry like me um, that do the same with other companies. And, you know, the value of knowledge in, in using that as a resource um, definitely is um, it's definitely nice to, to have. And it's nice to, to be able to um use those skills and the, that knowledge that have gained over the years 
um, to help bring out a company, uh, a product and to help bring something that I have hundred percent belief in, you know, it's like, I've run it I've tested it. I know what I like. I know what I like to run on my motors. I, I've run every friggin' motor in the business. Like sure. Every, every single one of them. And, um, I, there's pluses and minuses to all of them. Um, nothing's perfect. Um, there's always room for improvement everywhere, but, um, just having that knowledge and being able to apply it and, um, being able to solve problems, you know, yeah. the issues, tough points, you know, making things easier for everybody, you know, is, is key. It's huge. So, uh, it's, Good knowledge, good stuff to have for sure. No, no doubt, no doubt, man. Well, I'm gonna bring up the motor here on the screen. Well, uh, actually, all the uh, the, mm-hmm. the bullet points that everybody wants to know. And um, sure. So um, obviously, this is like a three horsepower equivalent motor. Um, but I know the one thing that, like, I saw a lot of people bring up right away when this thing came out was the 36 volt. Mm, yes and and right. i think a lot of people you know know something about the bass boat world and and you know on a bass boat 36 volt means you got three three 12 volt batteries you know what i mean mm-hmm. which you know nowadays with the engineering of lithium batteries that kind of takes that out of perspective so to speak correct it does it does so it you know it's interesting is that so we tested you know the nk300 with 24 volts and initially we kind of wanted to keep it at 24 volts um, sure. obviously we we um we know that um, customers have already invested and purchased um 24 volt batteries for the nk180 and it would have been it would have been awesome to keep that in there but the motor and the horsepower and the, the thrust and everything dictated the, the need for the higher voltage. Um, basically what happens, so at 24 volts, the motor, it runs really, really well at, at when the voltage is high and it keeps the, the amp draw low. But as soon as the voltage starts to drop, the amp draw starts to climb. So um, with anything, you want to try to keep the amp draw as low as possible to maintain efficiency. Sure. So biggest thing is, is amp draw. Um, the downside with amp draw, there's a lot of negatives to amp draw. So anytime you have a higher amp draw, it puts a lot of wear and tear on everything. Your batteries, cabling, connections, boards, it's all the electronics. <clears throat> so you try to, you try to keep that amp draw down to a minimum. So upon testing and upon like really going through and, um, we just found that at 36 volts at the higher voltage, we were able to keep that amp draw down to a minimum. It actually, so the NK300, because it's 36 volts, basically pulls the same amount of current as right around as the NK180. So the NK180 will pull between 25, it's right around 25 amps at full draw. Um, and the NK300 will actually pull 32 amps. Um, okay. So you can still run eight gauge cable. You don't have to run large gauge, large gauge uh, cables. Um, everything runs cooler. You don't have that 
install the big giant connectors like you know 100 amp connectors 70 amp connectors you can run a 50 amp connector and it will run all day every day Um, and that's because of the 36 volts so we're able to supply um, the power that we need with a higher voltage but less current which is actually more efficient that way so um it just made everything run way better so that's you know Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And, and the 36 volt thing is, like you said, 36 volts has been around on boats for a long time. I mean, all your large bass boats, um, you know, anything above 17 foot, 18 footers, uh, they'll all run 36 volts, trolling right. motors. Yeah, the Altrexes and, and all those other hind motors. So, <coughs> but now with lithium battery technology, um, you're able to, uh, so companies out there are producing 36 volt single battery, like one battery at 36 volts. And sure. it's actually quite common. Like I think every main major manufacturer um, out there that I know of um, has a 36 volt offering. Um, so your Amped Outdoors, your Dakotas, your Ionics, your Battleborns, uh, there's so many of them out there. It's just, you know... Um, Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. It's, it's there. So we have ours. Um, so trying to, it's tested. So we run, so that's a 36 volt, 30 amp hour battery. And that's the smallest I would run. And so, I mean, dimensions wise, you're still group 24, which is smaller than a, uh, your standard, like a 12 volt 100 or your 2450. Um, it's actually, uh, smaller than that. Um, and then, so runtime wise, um, so it's a 1200 watt hour battery. Uh, so the motor pulls 1300 Watts at full. So you'll get at full draw right around, right a shade <clears throat> under an hour of runtime at full throttle. So okay. normally like on a pursuit, um, I can run 6.8, 6.9 miles an hour. So it's about seven miles that's pretty right cool. around there. But you know, that's, if you throttle back down to, what I call what we call the sweet spot, and there's all the every boat, every hull, every setup has a sweet spot where um, the diminishing return starts to kick in. So you could throttle up, and that sweet spot on for this motor tends to be right around five miles an hour, like five point two. Um, and then so your but your amp draw, your your watt draw drops down quite substantially. So your runtime um, it doesn't double. It actually it actually goes more exponentially up it, it there's a range on it and you can see on the uh runtime charts that we have on online it, they're 
they're accurate. Those are actually run times on the water and like running them and testing them. So carrying four batteries and running one till it's absolutely dead and switching over to the next one. Yeah, so, right, right. Um, what, uh, when you were talking about five and a half miles an hour kind of sweet spot, mm-hmm. what kind of boat were you running that on? So five and a half miles an hour seems to be like, honestly, um, so the pursuit, their sweet spot is about five and a half. Um, unlimited, the unlimited sweet spot was like, um, it was like 4.9. So shade under five. Okay. Uh, it was like right there. And that's where you get the most efficient watt draw on the motor as compared to speed. So, um, in order to gain that extra one mile per hour, you have to throw basically, you know, this whatever 40% extra to get one mile an hour, whereas sure. it takes 60% throttle to get up to four. Mm-hmm. Like to gain that extra one, you had to add that extra 40% throttle just to get that one extra mile an hour. So that's the sweet spot that we're talking about. Interesting. That, mm-hmm. And every boat's different. Every kayak's different depending on how you... Um, and it's not the kayak that's different. It's depending on like your personal weight, what you're loading it with, what you're carrying, all that stuff makes a difference. Um, yeah. All the weight in the world, like weight makes a difference. Like, so what you're saying is, cause I'm a tall fat guy, I'm going to run a little slower. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's more of a wind issue then. <laughs> you're just a big sail, Brian. Okay? <laughs> Yeah, like this is true. True story. True story. You know, it's funny. It's like another story just from another friend. Like he was duck hunting and he told his buddy told him, sit down. He's like, you're too tall. Yeah. <laughs> he just sit at the bottom of the thing. He's just, you're just too yeah. much frying out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's um, physics tells you, I mean, it, physics is never wrong. Uh, you know, speed equals weight times acceleration. So it's sure that formula is tried and true so uh and weight you know definitely what you carry i mean everybody nowadays carries i don't know three grass four batteries uh i you know 30 inch screen i sure. you know a ton yeah. it was like so much stuff that people carry and it's like you know um like the whole tackle box you know your whole tackle yeah. wall yeah. back there you know yeah. Um, sounds like you're describing my rig <laughs> and that that's totally like like for instance greg blanchard like you know everything in the kitchen sink yep it's, his yep. boat is absolutely the heaviest probably titan 10.5 i've ever, <laughs> ever seen, it does help that he weighs like 120 pounds wet sure sure yeah that does help i mean you, you right. kind of balance it out right so right um but yeah i mean um so all, real real quick i you know because we were on kind of like talking boats and stuff and uh the first comment or question mm-hmm. that came in was from jonathan farney uh, he says, you know, I know this is kind of new canoe specific, but will there be any relevant, uh, info to a Hobie PA 14? And that's kind of what you guys tested on down in Texas. Texas. So yeah, what, right. what was like, what did those guys find, um, I mean, when they were down there running? It, it, it's pretty funny because like, you know, no matter what, how many different tests that we run, um, the only, usually the main test is how fast does it go? 
Sure. You know what I mean, so uh, we're, I honestly say we're on par with uh, the other big motor in the industry. So you're running 6.3, 6.4. Okay. Uh, uh, Brian Howell, who was running it out in Texas, is, is a little guy. Uh, sure. And he was running right at that 6.4, 6.4, 6.5 range. And he had his, his uh, PA14 like with everything on it too. So, I mean, by all means, it was not light. Um, sure. But uh, it, you know, on par with, with the other, any, any of the other motors out there, that's for sure on the top end. So um, that, and that was, it's, it's interesting because that, that, when we ran that motor, that was a prototype. So we had a prototype propeller on there that wasn't the uh, final design. So um, the uh, propeller that we have now, uh, our production propeller um, has gone through, I don't know how many different revisions. Um, so we got, uh, get, we're able to gain a little bit more performance, a little bit more efficiency. Um, so I have not yet run it on another PA 14 since then with a production model. So, but the performance should be pretty darn close to where we're at, if not a little better. But speaking I mean, of uh, efficiency, uh, Scott on Facebook says Brian standing downwind five point one miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Got got those aerodynamics. Yeah. 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 There you go. It, I would. There's I would a reason say... why I always go into the wind when I leave the ramp, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sideways. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say anything four and a half and above is is just icing on the cake because, I mean, you know, when you're, you know, in the other models, I mean, your sweet spot's going to be around like, what, 3.2, 3.5 to conserve, but you can max out at five mile an hour easy. Yeah, um, for sure. I think, I mean, we all want to go faster, but, you know, when you're thinking about battery life, I, I think four and a half to five is perfect. And yeah. yeah, I want to go seven miles an hour. That'd be sweet, you know, but I mean, but you think, what's the point? I mean, you want more length out of it and that's more yeah. than fast enough. I think for a kayak, it's good for showing off to your buddies. I mean, sure. like when I was, <laughs> I was out there and I'm like, Hey, let's see what this thing can do. And I tell you what, it's a little intimidating at seven miles an hour. You know, it's I like, was gonna you, say, you, man, you, like... you bank that turn. I know it's a yeah. lot different at that speed. It's yeah. a little, it's, now I'm throwing, you know, I'm, I'm throttling down. That's for sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, it is a bit intimidating. And, and, and honestly, like I will say like three horsepower to me, um, knowing and, and being on the, that's going to be max. You're not going to go any more than that. There's no need to go anything more than that. Um, and, it, it's plenty of thrust it's plenty of horsepower um and um you know it, it's, it's interesting is I, i've you know obviously i've run the nk 180 and i've also you know of course i've been running the nk 300 and both of them have their place um and uh, you know both of them there's there's ups and downs to all of them um i'm not going to say the nk 300 is a perfect motor it's it's a hell of a motor um but there are downsides to it i mean i'll I'd be willing to you know i'm willing to talk about those downsides and one of them is weight um, yeah i was gonna say coming in at 25 pounds that's quite a bit of weight hanging off the back so that's so 25 pounds that's basically um everything with our whole aluminum mountain and whatnot. okay the actual the actual unit itself is um i believe it's like 15 pounds um the actual motor, uh, the lower unit 
is actually it's like 15 pounds um something like that so um let's see i don't think i've done this yet on any podcast so you guys will be the first so you guys can kind of boom exclusive for you guys what the difference size difference is it's almost you guys can it's kind of hard to tell yeah it's 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 pretty large that's uh, pretty up there. So listen, listen to him grunting over there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's only 14 pounds. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of see like, you know, the profile difference. You know, you can see the difference in the propeller for sure. Um, Romel just sits around the office doing arm curls <laughs> yeah. with an yeah, yeah, 300 to work out instead of going uh, to the gym. Uh, this is a good, this is a good reference right here. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. yeah that prop is huge, dude. Yeah. Huge. So yeah, NK one eighty prop versus yeah, that'll push some water. Yeah. Um, so look for a hydrofoil upgrade in the future. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's interesting is people were really skeptical about this little prop, and I think that skepticism has kind of gone away. Um, Dude, I love that little prop, especially like I've had some instances where I've gotten into some pretty thick grass. You know, it right through it. It, it does. And even if it does like wind up, cause uh, you know, I cast, we were down there fishing, we brought our kayaks yeah. and stuff. And I forget the name of the, the, the one spot we went fishing, but there was, I mean, literally we went probably a mile through a big flat and the weeds were like literally like three inches under the water. It was just yeah thick mats. Yeah. And every once in a while I'd have to like stop, throw it in reverse weeds come right off and then go mm -hmm. forward again and no issues. Yeah. I mean, and that's because uh, yeah, it's got a pretty, pretty heavy pitch. Um, but the blades are so short, there's really no surface here for the weeds to grab onto. You know, right. It kind of just sheds right off. And if you do get stuff, I usually will, I'll kick it up out of the water, spin it and it's gone. And then, you know, keep on going. And, I've gone through, I go through some thick stuff on the Delta. Um, I know it's pretty much the same as everywhere, but yeah, you guys um, get some thick, thick mass. Yeah. You got too. some hydrilla and, you yeah. know, some snodgrass and all that other stuff, but you know, you can't go wrong. But so now this thing, this goes through weeds, but in a completely different way, it just totally chops them up and just spits them out. Nice. Um, but there, it's still like when she's, there's still so you know downside is it's definitely less weedless than this guy that's for sure sure. Mm. Um, sure 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 so no that's that's so that's a downside so obviously the weight's a downside when people talk about weight it's not for me it's not weight transporting it from like you know my truck to my kayak it's right actually weight trying to pull it up out of the water sure that's that's a that's a different ball game too um but i mean you deal with those negatives if you want if you want the big horsepower, I mean, that's right. It is what it is. Um, but well, uh, like you said, pros and cons to it all. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Uh, definitely. This was a uh, real quick. We got a comment and then a question. Yeah. Uh, actually, two questions. Uh, Josh Tatum says, uh, can't wait to see this thing on uh, Mike Minivans Unlimited, which is uh, <laughs> Mike Monivon. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Mark Savage uh, says, uh, hey, Romel, love my NK180 and switch it between my Unlimited and my Flint. I was curious mm -hmm. about the range comparison of the 300 
with a 36 volt 50 versus the 180 with a 24 volt 50? Mm, that's a that's a good question. So basically, when we start talking about comparing voltages, um, so you look at that that question right there, you see 50 amp hours, 50 amp hours, right? So you're you're automatically thinking it's should be the same, right? Well, it's actually not. So basically, when you start talking about different voltages, you want to start talking about watt hours. So watt hours is actually the potential energy that a battery stores whether whatever voltage it is doesn't matter if it's 12 24 36 so a 24 volt 50 amp hour battery is 1280 watt hours of energy in that battery so a 36 volt 40 36 volt 33 amp hour 34 amp hour i'm not the math on off the top of my head we won't is, hold you to it. <laughs> yeah, is is just about the same amount of watt hours. So the okay. potential energy is the same. So you go with a smaller amp hour, but you have the same potential energy. Okay. Um, so if you were if you were comparing the the watt run hour time, so thirty six fifty. I'm gonna cheat here and use my calculator. Oh, not allowed on this show. Sorry. Um, <laughs> It's out of frame. Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 3650 is 1800 watt hours. So basically 1800 watt hours. Um, what we just as a, a dry math here, we're going to do like 1.38 hours. So a little, a little short of an hour and a half of full throttle runtime. Um, but that's at, you're going to be pushing like six and a half miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but what, what, where it becomes interesting is that sweet spot. Yeah. So that sweet spot in the, to get to the sweet spot of the kayak, let's say that sweet spot is 4.2 miles an hour. So at 4.2 miles an hour to, in order to do 4.2 miles an hour on the NK 180, your throttle is going to be up at 75 to 80% throttle. Right. And to get that four and a half, four point two to four and a half miles an hour on the NK three hundred, your throttle percentage is going to be like fifty. So, um, they're shutting the lights off on them. Okay, yep. well, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, time to go timer. home, Romel. Yeah, I got a timer there. Um, so it, it's really it's it's really really hard to say because, like I said, everybody's kayak's different. Um, sure, but it's just depending on how fast your boat is and how um, and if you, and you throttle to that sweet spot and if you under, you know where that sweet spot is. Um, but I can tell you that the efficiency of the NK 300, um, at the sweet spot, um, definitely leads you to have almost the same runtime as the NK 180 now, but once you go past that sweet spot, like you, you're hammering down, yeah, it's going to eat that batteries like so super alive. fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Super fast. And and that's the same with the other the other the other motors and in every motor in the industry same sure. thing and XI three same thing you yeah. run XI three on ten yeah it's going to eat your battery in a heartbeat Sucks that juice, an hour yeah. right but if so, you draw back you know to eight right seven yeah well and that was something that I learned from you when I got my NK one eighty and you're like just run it at 75 80 percent man because that extra 20 percent is going to only give you like 
0.2 miles an hour. Is it really worth it? Mm -hmm. Whereas you could run it 0.2 miles an hour, a little bit slower, but you're going to get five times the distance. And now, and I have a ridiculous amount of power running that thing, you know, and we discussed that, but uh, you know, it's like finding that sweet spot. Like typically on my NK 180, I usually run it at like, 72 74% most of the That's, time that is the that is the good the sweet spot i mean yeah. most companies yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's one right. thing i've noticed like it it just it it runs smoother and uh it mm-hmm. and smoother by like not just whining and yeah. taking a bunch of juice you know right. cuz all these electric motors or electric outboards or whatever you want to call them they all got that like zzz, like mm-hmm. sound to them you know Yep. The, <laughs> the magnetics or whatever you know so it, it just seems like it's a little bit quieter it doesn't mm-hmm. spook fish as easily when you're running it a little right. further back like that so um, now, I, will t- I will tell you um so that one thing that we did do on the nk300 so we used a different uh board technology on there so uh, honestly the nk300 is quieter than the nk180 it's kind of interesting 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 yeah. interesting mm-hmm. So that so, noise that you're talking about is actually generated. It's a high frequency that's generated by the board. It's not, um, it's not friction. It's not um, like bearings or anything like that. It's actually wine coming from the electronics. Oh, I thought it was because really? of the magnets inside mm-hmm. the motor head. No. Yeah, Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that's like yeah. the, the audible sound of energy. Yeah it's the frequency that's coming that's it's generating oh that's crazy i was yeah. thought obviously we would all think it's yeah, the yeah. a bearing or like yeah, a yeah something yeah no it's actually it's not it's the wine that's generated from a brushless motor is is all electronic mm-hmm. so yeah. this this is an interesting comment uh from chris on facebook he says are organizations going to check haul ratings when using that motor and try to do yaks is what he also threw it in there um so i mean there's a competitor of your guys's out there that's got a a very similar motor and i haven't heard of like kbf or bass or you know something like that however in the kayak fishing community, we like to self-police ourselves. So I'm sure if somebody's running a small little kayak with a, a big motor that they probably shouldn't, more mm-hmm. than likely you're going to get DQ'd, you know? Yeah. Well, so what's hard, what's the difficult part in this is that there's only, I don't know, the, out of how many kayak manufacturers there are out there, um, I think I only know of maybe two or three that put, that rating on their kayaks. Hmm. Um, one being uh, one being Hobie, uh, yep. you know. Um, the other one being New Canoe. Um, and and I think I don't think Vibe does. I don't think Feel Free does. I don't think can't think of. I I know Native does not. I know Jackson does not. Um, I don't know if Old Town does. Do you- I don't think Old Town does either. Do you do you think, think it's because, you know, I mean, it is plastic after all, right? And mm-hmm. there's a certain level of consistency, but maybe sure. to, I mean, I guess if you still did it, there'd probably be a very vari- a variance of some kind. But 
Yeah. Right. I mean, I think you're, you're kind of, I don't know. I don't think they, uh, let me put it this way. I don't think anybody wants to commit maybe to those numbers sometimes, you know, sure. about certain what, things just yeah. in case, you know? Well, to be honest with you, the actual like um, rating system that we currently use right now is, it's kind of skewed, honestly, to tell you the truth. Um, so when we say three horsepower, so we'll talk horsepower and say three horsepower and we say three horsepower equivalent. And so basically it's not the calculated number because if you calculated Watts to horsepower, it's a completely different number. It's actually really a lot lower. Um, so when we talk about three horsepower equivalent, three horsepower equivalent is, is kind of how it feels in the water. So mm -hmm thrust how what it pushes how it pushes it so our motor pushes like a three horsepower gas motor equivalent mm -hmm. right but because though if you were to actually take the actual watts number and convert that to mechanical horsepower so a 1300 watt motor calculated by math there's formulas blah 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 it actually equates to 1.7 right around 1.7 mechanical horsepower. So it's actually less than three. So it's kind of weird. Um, but we follow this, and, and it was predecessors before us that kind of developed this rating that we kind of go with. So um, like, for instance, um, Hobie's used to have a 400-watt max. Mm -hmm. It just so happened there was a motor out there that was manufactured by another company that was 400 watts. So within the last couple of years, that rating changed to 1,100 watts. Well, just so happened there was a company that out there that has a motor that's 1,100 watts. Now, did they do a redesign to change the Hobie? No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't change it. Um, they just evolved. They, they evolved with the technology. They evolved with the technology. Yeah. And if you really look at 1,300 watts between 1,300 and the other. Um, and let's say 1100 watts, for instance, you're talking about 0.32 horsepower difference yeah. between the two mechanical. So, yeah, and and I would say, Chris, too, that I mean, you're you you got to know the limitations of your kayak. Yes, you're, correct. You're, you're kind of putting your own. I mean, I want to say life in your own hands, but you know what I mean. Like you, the, there's the very likely potential if you overpower the yak, you can sink it. Yeah. Sure. I mean, so you, you just got to be very cognizant of that. I don't know if any organizations would, I mean, unless somebody is like really just obscenely, really just, you know, like God, it's too big. You're just like, what are you doing, dude? You know, I mean, otherwise, I don't think if it's a trolling motor, I think you're good to go, period. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all seen some of these uh, YouTube videos or, you know, TikTok clips or whatever where, you know, some whack jobs putting a yeah. motor way too big that doesn't belong on a kayak or mm -hmm. a little john boat or something like that can it be yeah. done sure oh, is yeah. it safe yeah. probably not you yeah. know like but uh yeah. you know it's it's one of those things um so like for instance kbf we'll talk about kbf because kbf has their rules set you know they're they're pretty easy to find pretty easy to follow so it's basically three horsepower 110 pounds of thrust and under three horsepower or three horsepower max 110 pounds of thrust or whatever the lowest 
rating is on your menu on your hull. So if your hull doesn't have any rating on it, doesn't say anything on there, then it's three horsepower, 110 pounds of thrust max. Um, but if it does say it's rated for a certain amount, then yeah, you know, if somebody says something about it, um, then you definitely, um, Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Could you imagine a hundred and ten? Hundred and ten pound thrust? Oh my lord! Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. like so, this <laughs> this three horsepower technically is it's like we say one hundred and ten, but it's like one hundred and five, something like that. It's hundred yeah. hundred and five pounds or something like but that. But still, you know, that would move a yak. Oh man! <laughs> oh yeah, but you know what's funny is that it kind of kind of kind of interesting is that there's actually no um, official testing for thrust rating on trolling motors hmm. like there's no like standardized test to actually show thrust it's kind of kind of interesting yeah so it's really just business specific like yeah we think it is yeah <laughs> it's close <laughs> yeah like yeah. you know yeah. it's like um like an xi3 55 pound thrust motor it might only put out 45 pounds of thrust i don't you know sure. <laughs> so yeah. it, it kind of Kind of, kind of how it is. Uh, little, uh, little marketing, right? Yeah, little yeah, marketing's sure. in there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so uh, Sierra Warren is asking, and I don't Ooh. know if you have this there, but uh, can you show a thirty-six volt, thirty amp battery compared to a twenty-four volt, fifty amp? Well, I want to hear oh. how he picks these up. He's gonna be grunting for sure. Hold on. <laughs> He's gonna be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually. <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of interesting because our our thirty six volt uh, thirty um, is actually the same size as a twenty four. Look at this 50. guy's going across the warehouse, still talking to us. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the beauty of uh, Bluetooth headsets, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, I wasn't uh, sure if you had the thirty six volt there or I not. Do. So I think I read uh, the thirty six volt thirty amp is twenty five pounds, correct? Yeah, he's tossing okay. that thing around like it's super. Yeah. It looks super so light. This is a thirty six thirty. Yeah. Um. So, um. For instance, uh, I'll show you like a, this kind of the size difference between this and so this used to be the standard twelve one hundred. Okay. Oh well, look at that. So the yeah. thirty six is actually a little smaller. Actually smaller. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Line it up correctly. So yeah. About an inch and that. a half, two inches. Yeah. It's, and it's same height, but it's uh it's a yeah, little shorter. Uh, two inches shorter. Yeah. Yeah. So 
this is like a 12 volt 100 is 1200 watt hours a 3630 is 1200 watt hours so it's okay. the same potential energy man so for instance the 3640 which is the long the bigger battery is this size so, so it's the same size as, as a 12100 in the 2450 where what size is that so our 2450 is actually the same size as this okay same exact yeah. size same, same exact weight size. uh same weight yeah nice it's just same cell same amount of cells just different configuration got it got mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. yeah and that's what's interesting like uh you know i know sierra asked this question um but there's a couple podcasts out there i know on paddle and finn we've done a couple um with uh, uh kevin from bio power and yeah. he kind of walked us through like how lithium batteries are made and he showed us these cells and it looks like a bunch of like almost like double a batteries like oversized double mm -hmm. a batteries and they're just all wired together that black battery cell is just a case to hold all those mm -hmm. together and there's a computer yeah. chip in there and things like that whereas when most folks think of a battery, they think of a lead acid battery, which has got mm -hmm. a bunch of lead cells, some liquid in there, things like that. It's completely different than yeah. what a lithium battery is. And that's why lithium batteries are so light. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. No, it's just, you know, the, the technology that's well. And it's funny because a lot of people think uh, like your sta standard lead acid battery is actually one whole battery. It's actually not. It's actually six cells mm -hmm. together still. Yeah. That's why you have like when you have those old batteries that have the refillable things, there's six of them. It says you're filling six cells or something like that. I think it's six. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah. So yeah, the the battery technology and that's the reason why we're able to put big motors on kayaks nowadays, because battery technology has just been you know absolutely absolutely key. So uh, Jeff on Facebook is asking, where do you mm -hmm. find the place to put your battery at? Bow, stern, <clears throat> like where, where do you, where does the wizard like to put his battery? Uh, uh, ultimately, it, it, it kind of depends on where it fits, I guess. But if I had a choice, I always like to balance my kayaks 50-50. Uh, so yep. um if I have a motor in the rear, I like to have the battery more towards the front. Uh, if I have a battery in front, I'll put the battery, uh, a motor in front, I'll put the battery in the rear. Um, Got it. So it just, uh, yeah, you, you definitely have to maintain the trim on your kayak for sure in order mm -hmm. for it to run properly. Um, and that is for safety and for efficiency as well. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely something that, that that's key. Um, I know yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult to put the battery up at the bow. Um, so if you can't put it physically in the bow, then just put it as far forward as you can, or even as close to your own personal weight as you can. Yeah. So, yeah. I was just going to say that, like I put my batteries right behind my seat. Um, mm -hmm. So it's kind of close to where my weight is, or yeah, I'll, right. I'll put them back behind the seat, but like, kind of scoot my yeah. seat up a little bit to kind of yep. counteract that mm -hmm. that that weight or distribute that weight a little more evenly so to speak so yeah you just want to yeah exactly so you just want to distribute the weight you want to keep if you can keep the weight central so it's even um just think about it as 
if you went fishing after Thanksgiving dinner and you, you know, the extra 20 pounds, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Romel just called me fat again. If you guys, <laughs> that. I, I, said, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I love Thanksgiving. I know. You know, I know. We all have our cheat days, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just cheat more often than I should. <laughs> Throw it on there. Just, kind of just, just, yeah, just go right. So. Yeah, I remember asking Brian, "Want a salad?" He's like, "No, no, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. We're past that, bro. We're yeah. past that. Go straight right. to the cheeseburger." <laughs> oh god. So, um, yeah, I, I had this line here, so I might as well show it to you guys. So, this yeah, is yeah. Controller. So, of course, gray color. Um, so no more crossbar. So it doesn't get in the way of the screen anymore. I used to hate that. Okay. Um, it's right. also shorter. Um, as compared. So to... you got like a knob that screws onto the side of that? No, it's just a it's just a just different a lever. design. Yeah. Okay. So it's lever, so it's shorter. Um, about there, it's about a and half an inch shorter. No more no more crossbar. Um, it's enclosed at the bottom now instead of open connector on the side. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they have the pigtail already. Yeah, that's out. super nice. So you can mm -hmm. disconnect right there. And then another thing is you notice that this motor has a connection here. Oh, that's hmm. slick. That's so, so nice. You can run your control cable through your hull. If you like okay you have a disconnect point at the motor now that's slick yeah um one thing i wanted to ask you which uh, this got texted to me or facebook message to me when uh we initially planned to do this show mm -hmm. and uh i know we're streaming on the new canoe pages so this is new canoe specific um with the quick disconnect motor mount will the nk300 still work with that yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. I figured as much and that that was uh my thought as well, so I just I just wanted to make sure bring that up. Uh absolutely. Now the only thing that I would recommend is so there's a couple of adjustments is retracting it um and I've actually talked to uh I've done a couple modification of course. Uh, me being me um and so I actually um gave some suggestions to Blake. Um about things that we can do to assist in the retract um and you know even now with the current eps system the retract is not exactly 100 percent easy i mean it works well um I but i'm i'm sure you find yeah, even with NK180, with that, yeah it's a struggle you know what i'm surprised is they haven't introduced any mountain bike te technology to this yet mm. because you could use those hydro hydraulic uh yeah mechanisms from the brakes to to pretty much lift that thing and lower it oh you can totally it's it's easy to do but there's always that that keep it simple yep yep smart guy i got thing you. so you add one more thing that could possibly fail uh yeah. and that's you know kind of one thing and it's not so bad you know really all you need is a pull you know add an extra pulley you know and make a snatch block basically and mm -hmm. and and help you pull it um so um 
yeah, they're they're different. There are definitely ways to do it, and it's not not too horribly bad. It's definitely um, definitely have is definitely more weight. That's for sure. But it's not yeah you know, absolutely horrible. I, and I get it. I, I love that the I mean the EPS setup is man, it's killer. Uh, I mean, I like everything about it. But that is, I mean, if I was gonna say something, it would be about yeah, lowering retract. and yeah and retract. It, that's if mm-hmm. you don't have that angle right, you, like you yeah. Could, rip you know i mean well we all know it's like if you just don't do it right you're gonna have issues you know and yeah you gotta pre-plan for it so i actually i wish i had one here but i don't so i actually tune mine so i replaced the spring Mm -hmm. the that's in between the ball to to a lighter spring and i actually and this is all stuff that i'm relaying to to blake i actually made um you know the little end towers that they have. Yep. yep. So the re- you notice the retract points kind of forward, so yep. you're pulling at an angle. So I made ones that are straight and about three inches taller mm. to give you I more leverage. You didn't you have something like that at uh, the iCast build? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I saw it. I was like, I, I, I knew you either posted it somewhere or you did it on the mm-hmm. iCast build that you did, so you guys can kind of check that out um yeah if you go back into the archives when uh they did the build off it was uh romel versus uh the boys at westbrook supply co we had a lot of fun with that yeah that was a good one well i I mean a lot of good time (laughs) i mean romel had siri rigged up making his power pole go up and down and turn his lights on for him we'll leave it at that you guys can go watch the I don't know how you top that, but I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. So definitely cool, man. Like it, is there anything else that you want to like kind of touch on that we haven't hit on yet in regards to the motor or anything like that, man? Um, I, you know, honestly, I think not much to say at this point. We, I think we've gone through everything. I don't know if um, I think I think a lot of the main questions that we come that we're getting right now is um, one, when's it going to be here? Um, obviously, and and two, you know, basically thirty six volts. You know, there's still there's still a lot of questions about thirty six volts and why. Um, sure. Hopefully, I was able to answer some of those questions, but um you know just if you do if you just search you just look up 36 volt there's tons of them out there i mean there's yeah like i said every major company has them um and just because you think just because the voltage is higher um that means you can actually go down on the amp rating so if you were running a 2450 you don't have to run a 3650 yeah um you you actually run a 36 35 or something like that which is equivalent if you want it to be the same well, um, and you, you saw that same confusion when you guys launched the NK one eighty two because a lot of guys were coming from twelve oh. volt XI threes mm-hmm. or whatever going to the twenty four volt system, so they thought they needed a twenty four volt one hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. No, yeah. It, was, no it, it wasn't the case. So definitely it's a learning curve. Though. It's a learning curve. But yeah. Uh, so are these shipping now, or do you guys have an expected ship date? Like, what's availability like? So as of right now, um, we we took pre-orders from launch. Uh, we expect to have those motors, um, I believe, is by the end of this month. 
Um, and so hopefully, so we'll have them before tournament season starts. Um, so all the guys getting prepping for tourney season, uh, we should have them before then. Um, like anything, obviously, you know, um, nothing is when it comes to logistics, um, so, you know, I think we've all learned that over the past couple of years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, just so the motor's full, it's fully tested. It's like, so it's in production. It's, and it's, so it's coming. So, so, uh, Chris is asking, is a trolling motor in the works? Do you guys, I don't remember if you guys make a bow mount trolling motor or not. We do not. Um, you know, I know not you got to the say trance that, amounts. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, not to say that it's, um, not in the cards, but, um, there's been some discussion, um, but nothing solid yet. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting as we, you know, when we did market, we do market research and we kind of look at, um, the amount of bow mount users compared to, uh, rear, rear motor users. And you'd be kind of surprised what the numbers are. Um, it's like 90% rear, 10% bow mount. If Interesting. That. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, because you got to look at, uh, we're not only looking at the tournament anglers, the fishermen, we're just looking at motor users in general. Sure. Um, so the, the bow mount uh, users only take up less, like I said, less than 10% of of the amount of people that actually run motors on their kayaks. So yeah. there's this very slim. And, and you know, I, I've, I've run bow mounts before. Bow mount, running bow mounts was cool. I was running yeah. bow mounts in 2015. And, <laughs> you know, I was that guy. Yeah, yeah. I was that guy. Yeah, it's like, oh, you are that, that guy. guy. Yeah, you are that guy, bro. It's that guy. <laughs> you brought this guy. He's got a bow on the front of his kayak. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, or you but, guys just I mean, shoot for bass boats yeah. and then backtrack oh, the kayaks man. later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that, that that's a tough one. I think our core focus, um, honestly, is um, like, Small boats and kayaks. I think that's yeah. that's that's that is our core focus, and I think that's if for the foreseeable future. That's where we're going to be uh, focusing m- the majority of our products and energy uh, for sure. Um, right on. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. We're just trying to develop a good community, uh, you know, try to give the kayaker and small boat users um, things that they've been kind of looking for, um, you know, because... You know, being a rigger, rigging kayaks and whatnot, we typically just try to shoehorn whatever was made for a boat into our kayak. Um, right. That's pretty much where it goes. Where I think we're we're trying to change that. You know, we're we're, we're trying to trying to do things. Um, you know, think things a little bit differently and try to di- take a different approach and actually design products and make products for um, the small boat specifically and for mm-hmm. kayaks. So. Um, yeah, well, you, and you could definitely tell that you did that on this motor with like just just the uh, disconnects for the throttle control. Yeah, that alone is huge. You know. Oh yeah, it's, compared it's, to the NK one eighty, huge. 
you know, try to make things easy, you know, like we listen, we listen to our, our, our users and our, our customers. And, um, you know, one thing that I, one product that we just released um, a couple months ago, um, let's see if I have one here. Um, hold on, let me grab this real quick. And so this is for anybody that's bought an NK180 and um, is was trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I connect it up to my battery? Um, like quick like a like a disconnect so so i got a text message that just came in uh-huh. and uh it says ask romel if they will be shipped before christmas and i i mean we kind of touched on that there's a possibility but yeah for, yeah there's there's a there yes i hope so but there is a possibility that it may get delayed so i mean i i'm not i can't confirm or deny at this point 100 percent, but um, Mr. So, DeVries, Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas. Yes. Um, so this product, so this is a quick disconnect kit that I designed, that I came out with uh, for people that aren't good at soldering and crimping. I know there's a lot of people that are out there that, are, that, that aren't. So, Man, Romel's uh, so just making jabs at me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here you go, right? So, okay, so you have, you have this kit, and then they're, they're Anderson. Uh, Plugs. Yeah, SB50s uh, with actually silicone rubber boots for nice, uh, so that you don't knock them around and crack them, right? So it comes. So this is a kit. Mm-hmm. So basically, you got your ring terminals that go to your battery. That goes to the other. So this is the connecting block, right? So underneath this, basically, there's two uh, terminals here. Nice. Mm-hmm. And you just take your NK180 and you with the fork terminals that comes with it and you red to red, black to black, and it's nicely covered. Um, comes with like the tool, all the tools that you need. So you can literally like, you don't have to include anything, but it's just something just so like something like trying to solve a problem. Right. So the problem is, is like, okay, I buy a motor, I buy a battery. Now what? Like how do I connect it? You don't, you're not going to want to, you know, connect this. And if you're not good at crimping or you're not, you don't have the tools to do it and it just come just having something simple as this is 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 key so this is like so stuff that we're trying to do is trying to solve problems you know trying to make it easy on people um, yeah i would i would say like you're you're easing the diy hurdles that yeah. we that we've all dealt with and continue i mean kayaking is basically diy for the most part but companies sure. like you know yours and others are definitely you know bringing taking the headache out of it and simplifying everything instead of like having to go yeah. to a traditional trolling motor, hack it up, mm-hmm. you know, extend it and do all these things. And you go to the more specific proprietary, uh, I wouldn't yeah. even say proprietary. I'd say more just specific to kayak. Um, you know, you, cause I mean, like I said, you're not proprietary at all, which I think is great because you can use any battery yeah. you want, but that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, everybody's always trying to improve their kayaks and just having better tools and, People who just aren't skilled in that area. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. It's kind of interesting, you know, really, if you think about it, it's like we were doing kayak stuff even before the NK-180. So one of our best-selling motors was this guy. This is the... Transamount. Transamount, but this is the kayak version. It's got a 24-inch shaft. It's got a short shaft. 
I was so, in an F12 with uh, the guy I started paddling fin with, uh, uh-huh. Mr. Mr. Scotty Olson. The two of us big boys in an F12 with one of those and a lead acid battery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we almost went swimming, boys. Yeah. We almost went swimming. <laughs> I often <laughs> tell that story like about mine, you know, it's like, yeah, it's sure. like, yeah, it can handle it. I was like, let me tell you a little story about two people. I know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two <laughs> fully grown, too many cheeseburgers <laughs> in their belly, men trying to yeah. get in that. <laughs> oh man. Too many th- Thanksgiving dinners on, exactly. uh, on a yeah. Wednesday in uh, Jan- January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, I mean, like I said, you know, you're just trying to, trying to really key in and focus on, on the, the small bone kayak user, um, come out with smart products that solve problems, you know, um, and, well, and what's clutch to too, man, that, that whole wiring system you came up with, you guys are selling for 46 bucks. Like, yeah, I mean, what are those plugs? Like 35, somewhere around there, 30 bucks. Well, it's funny because they're up there, but you know, and, and this is not, this is eight gauge wire. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so this is a, a, a connection port that we actually designed. So the cover from head to toe says new nice. port on it. There's all stainless steel hardware. Um, you know, and like I said, we include the tools, everything in there. You got a, so the silicone rubber boots that, um, you know, and they're all new port embossed and whatnot. And, so, yeah, I mean, really, w- what is your options? You know, it's so kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Right. So, well, so I know the, the one question that's going to come up that we didn't right. ask yet is uh, salt water. Can it mm-hmm. go freshwater salt water? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like with yeah. all of our motors. Yeah. So, do you like the good rinse after you take yeah. a break dip? So, what's interesting about. Uh, so basically, since this is based off the NT300, and NT300 is typically used for um, like a lot of the inshore guys, like saltwater guys, fresh. So it actually has a sacrificial zinc anode here, which is replaceable. Mm. Oh, okay. And so what those do, if you don't know, is that so it is the, that's a basically this material is um, corrodes faster than everything else, so it's going right. to corrode there first. Um, so and that's replaceable, so you'd be able to replace that out. Yeah, you see and that on so, a lot of outboard motors. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they get a zinc anode like that. Yeah, so the the NK three hundred and our NT three hundred both our NK three hundred actually has more, um, but the NK has that one right there. So nice. yeah, saltwater rated, yes, definitely. Very cool. So I mean, just a simple rinse off too, right? You don't gotta take mm-hmm. the you don't gotta take right. the prop off or anything, get underneath there or anything. Yeah. So this is something that I was that I've been working on. This is a pre-production. This is kind of cool. Um, you know your standard tiller extension handle. Um, but I don't know if you can see that, but it's carbon fiber. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why it ended up being carbon fiber, but yeah, I guess you can probably know why. Um, yeah, but <laughs> that's a wizard trademark right there. <laughs> if, any, if anybody builds with carbon fiber, it's my man Romel. You you look at his kayaks, dude. Oh, the lids are replaced. Carbon fiber. It's all carbon fiber. Raft mounts. Yeah. Carbon fiber. Crate lid. Carbon fiber. Yeah. Why <laughs> I get carbon fiber? My kids. I probably would. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, your kayaks are like your kids, dude. So it makes oh, God. Sense. oh, man. I think my kayaks are like neglected kids right now. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. But that's what anyhow, happens when yeah. you're a busy, important man, you know? Oh, geez. You know? Yeah, but I'd love it. I mean, I, I, I can't. Uh, I can't, I can't say that I don't love it because I do. I mean, nice. I, you know, you know, I love I, what I, what I like and I love is just helping people and talking to people about experiences and, you know, sharing my knowledge and, and, and lending a, lending some words, uh, you know, wisdom where, where I'm asked, you know, it's always, mm-hmm. always pretty cool. I love talking to all the dealers and all the, all the uh, installers that hit me up and ask me like, how do I do this? And, how do I do that? And like, how'd you do this on this boat? And like, I'm a totally open book. I mean, I, I don't try to hide any secrets or anything like that. You know, all knowledge is shareable knowledge for me. So uh, definitely. It's, and it's super to... cool, man. Cause I've seen that firsthand with you and uh, 100% man. And it's uh, you even answer my messages when I'm just an idiot, like, uh, Hey, bro, I think I fried out my motor. No, you didn't read the directions. Just hit mode. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, no, it's super cool, man. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to sit down and chat with us tonight, man. We've uh, we've already gone over an hour, uh, which is great, man. But you've definitely dropped a, a wealth of knowledge. And I think you've answered a lot of questions, which definitely makes sense when you hear the answers, you know, and like I said, I, I remember when the uh, NT 300 came out and, you know, a lot of people knew the NK 300 was coming and, yeah. you know, everybody was like 36 volts, 36 volts. Oh my God. Like, how are you going to power that and this and that? And, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like a lot of people were freaking out, but it's like, you know, you actually look at it. it it's basically the same battery, just wired differently, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, and you're getting the, the same juice, but a little bit more speed on the top end, you know, but if you want to tap into it, it's, it's there. Uh, that's yeah. the thing. Like, sure. uh, I, I have, you know, I always see a lot of tournament guys out there and if they're doing shotgun start, yep. uh, just tell them, it's like throttle down for 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm get your lead and then yep. throttle back and match their speed. Cause they're not catching you. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That's all you got to do. Right? Tricks of the trade by the wizard himself. Yes, sir. Throttle <laughs> down, smoke them out of the gate. Once you get a good lead then throttle back and match your speed, then you're all good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Like it, man. So, uh, if somebody wanted to get one of these motors, <clears throat> they can go on the, uh, Newport yep. website, Newport, and- newportvessels.com. Um, we're t- uh, currently taking pre-orders. Um, I'm going to say I think uh, we're on second batch now. Um, so um, definitely, like, if you're interested in one and you want to really get one before tournament season, um, I would definitely say get your order in um, as soon as possible. Uh, and I just sure. I just dropped that link in the chat. And then those mm-hmm. of you folks that are listening on the podcast platforms, it'll be in the show notes for you guys to uh, – click on and go to so that way you can uh check yeah. it out and uh you know get yeah. get in line boys and girls and, yeah. and, and, and addition we- and additionally i think uh what i saw on there was you guys are partnered with a firm uh, a firm so yeah if, if somebody can't yeah. cough up everything at once i mean you've got some options you got options for sure and we do have batteries so um if you if you don't want to go and do a search for for a battery company you can literally buy th- our 36 volt 
um, lithium batteries, we have them on site too. So we did that. Uh, we're not, you know, hundred percent trying to be a battery company, but we just want to make it easy for everybody that, um, doesn't, um, maybe doesn't know where to look or doesn't have any, any resources or whatnot. Mm -hmm. It's there. So. Yeah. And that was one thing I told you on the phone the other night when we chatted for a minute and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you guys made that easy. Whereas I think a lot of folks before were like, Oh, what battery do I get? And you saw it in all the Facebook groups and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Like for sure. what battery are you running or what battery should I run? Or is this battery good for, for my NK 180, you know, and things like that. And, yeah. Um, where you guys have really taken the guesswork out of everything with the wiring kit, the battery, you mm -hmm. know, all the, yeah. you know, distance ratings for different powers and things like that right on the website yeah. so um super cool man like i said man you guys uh definitely can tell you guys put a lot of thought into this new motor and uh especially on the kayak side you know making mm -hmm. it easy and user friendly for everybody yeah so. definitely definitely all right, my man. We appreciate you. We'll <laughs> let you get out of here. Get home. I know you got a far drive. Fifteen <laughs> <Gosh>. minutes. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never uh, know with California traffic. Never, it is exactly. it is perfect weather out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I might actually fish tomorrow, so we'll see. Might there you be, go, man. Yeah. Well, we'll hopefully you get out try. there. Hopefully you get out there and you uh, just put the smack down on them, man. Uh, I hope so. Hopefully the Delta is kind to me tomorrow if I get out there. So. There you go. There we'll you see. go. I mean, but, if I know anything about the Delta uh, that I've learned from watching YouTube videos, you should just go fish with Obity. Oh, oh, I, yeah. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I mean, that guy. Oh, my gosh, dude. That guy has a wealth of knowledge on the Delta for sure. Definitely. Definitely a good person to go fish on the Delta with is oh, And luckily, I'm friends with him, so we're good. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, Absolutely. I have his kayak here. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, now you got to take me. Yeah. yeah but you owe me, oh. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Ramel. Thank you, Newport. No Thanks, everybody that tuned in tonight. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, we were kind of cross streaming this between Paddle and Finn and New Canoe. Um, so with that being said, uh, guys, gals, thank you, everybody. Uh, typically, this Paddle and Finn show is every Thursday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. And then the new canoe show is typically Tuesday nights, uh, same times, but, uh, lately we've been doing it an hour earlier than the paddle and fin show on Thursday nights. So, uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Uh, we started with the new canoe intro, so we're going to go out with the paddle and fin outro till next time, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddling. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Fin. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddle and fin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. 
You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.